Welcome to the Road to Fueling Better podcast, hosted by registered dietitian Laura Kilkline and dietitian in training Gina Santinello. We created this podcast to debunk diet culture myths, share evidence-based nutrition strategies, and empower you to live your fullest life without restriction. We want to help you make informed nutrition decisions that fit your goals, whether it's optimizing your performance and recovery in the gym or simply learning how to live a healthier lifestyle. We believe that the key to health and fitness success is to build a solid foundation of sustainable habits that support your goals. This not only includes behavior change, but more importantly, mindset change. Together, we've helped hundreds of clients end the yo-yo dieting cycle, improve their relationship with food, hit endless PRs in the gym, and acquire the skills to optimally fuel their bodies, all while enjoying their favorite foods. We hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you want to learn more, follow us on Instagram at balance.fueling and apex underscore underscore nutrition. All right, guys, welcome back to the Road to Fueling Better podcast. It has been a little while since uh, we put out an episode, so we're still here. We're still alive. Uh, it's been a busy time of year, you know, with the, the holidays, and I've had some things going on, which, uh, which we'll talk about, and um, Gina's been busy as well, uh, dietetic interning it up. She's almost there, though, and uh, Gina also... Now has some exciting news. Yeah, we've had like a very event-filled past yes. month or so. And that's why we uh, haven't really been able to record episodes. Um, life has just been insane. So we're back. Though. Thanks for bearing with this. Yes, we're back. Um, you can expect our weekly podcasts uh, now that the holidays and everything are over. And um, yeah, so so a lot of life updates. Where do we even begin? I know some high highs, some low lows. <laughs> Let's start with the good. And you've got more of the good. So something happened. What was the date this all went down? Uh, it was New Year's Eve. New I Year's got Eve. Eight. Okay. Woo. We put a <laughs> ring on it. Finally, after almost seven years of dating. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, we went up to the Adirondacks in New York um, with my best friend of like 17 years and her fiance. And I, we were with them when they got engaged earlier this year in March. Um, so it was like very fitting that that they were there. And that was like one thing I said, I was like, her name is on. And I'm like, on needs to be there for this, for this, like when you decide to do it on needs to be there. And he, that was the requirement. Yeah. (laughs) Um, she's like my sister. So, um, he listened and yeah, we went hiking and, um, we get to the top of the mountain. It was, took us like three hours to get up there. The hiking there is so beautiful. Um, like the views and the Adirondacks, it's a little bit of a drive, but worth it. It's beautiful up there. It looked gorgeous. I've never been out there. Um, so yeah, we were hiking, we get to the top, we're, we're taking pictures. I'm like, the views are just breathtaking. Um, we're taking pictures and my, and on was like, take a picture with Alex. So it was the typical, like we go to take a picture and then he turns, gets down on one knee, says a small speech and yeah. And then I was, it's crazy. I'm like still in disbelief. I still look down at my hand and I'm like, what is that on my hand? (laughs) And it's been a week. Yes. It's just crazy, but yeah. That's awesome. 
best New Year's to date for me. Yes. That's incredible. I love it. Yeah. Were you like staring at him for like, just like taking it all in? I feel like when that, when I I got engaged, I was like staring, just like, is this happening? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I feel like I kind of like almost blacked out during some of it, you know, you're like, exactly right now. Like, is this real life? Uh, But yeah. And like, we have such beautiful pictures because the view was just so beautiful that it just makes everything like even more unreal, you know, being like, look at like, it was, it was living it. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. um, I'm sure you celebrated after. Oh yeah, still celebrating. <laughs> Friends, yes, family, you should wants to celebrate. So yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a good, awesome. It was a good, a good New Year's. Wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> you got photos. We uh, didn't have any photos of our engagement, so no? I, I just gotta rack my memory. Oh. It was um, it was in Newport actually, at where we used to live okay. in our our just in our kitchen at oh, our old place. That's <laughs> That's my nice. requirement was I had to be surprised. And so it was just like out of the blue, like yeah. random night. And I was like, all right. So, yep. Hey, they listened. Oh, that's they listened. it. <laughs> well, but, that's exciting yeah, so stuff. I've had very exciting things happen, but you, on the other hand, have had not. <laughs> We've had some high highs and some <laughs> low lows, but uh, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah. So, for those, I guess, who don't know, I know I've like posted about it on um, social media, but yeah, it was uh, the week before Christmas and um, we were up in New Hampshire skiing that weekend, got two full ski days in. It was great. And then we were walking home from dinner and it was snowing. It was like, it had kind of rained the day before. So then it was like icy and then it snowed on top of the ice. But yeah, walking home from dinner, like in an instant slipped and was on my butt and immediately knew I broke my ankle. Uh-huh. It, I just knew. Um, I like heard a snap. I heard it. I heard a snap. Um, and yeah, so I've been dealing with that. So I guess um, it kind of, you know, ties into our topic today of like injury nutrition, um, which is definitely fitting in the sports nutrition world, whether it's an injury you sustain during your sport or outside of it. It's definitely or just walking home. a pretty unique, yeah, or just like as boring <laughs> as walking home in the snow. Um, it's a unique sort of time period for nutrition and you know fitness or lack thereof um and so we wanted to kind of talk about it like in real time as I'm kind of going through it um exactly because I feel so you know nutrition injury nutrition I feel like it's kind of opposite of what people would think yeah um and we're gonna you know get into the details of that but I think that what we have to say today might surprise a good amount of people um, you know, like our recommendations that, that we've learned all through, you know, school and everything about injury nutrition. I think it's just going to be kind of surprising and eye-opening to people. So I think it'll be an interesting episode. Yeah. And definitely helpful and something you can refer back to. Hopefully it's almost like we hope you don't need it, 
but if you do, it's here. We got you. <laughs> or if you yeah. know someone, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll kind of, you know, I guess go through kind of the story between actual night it happened, like up to where I'm at yeah. at this point. Um, I'll try not to be long-winded. Okay. <laughs> so walking home, went down, heard the snap, um, instant pain and like swelling and uh you know I'm with Eddie my husband he's like what do I do and I'm like I'm like get my shoe off like that was my first instinct because my foot was just like swelling up Uh, it was my left ankle so I can it's like a balloon and it you know obviously hurts and I've um oh we were gonna talk about our injury history actually so I've never broken a bone before I haven't either never um the worst I guess like to, to both of us yeah, in, in terms of like me knowing, is this broken or not? Just a sprain. Um, I've never broken a bone before, but I was pretty sure it was broken just based on like the noise and the pain that I was feeling. Um, I've had stitches before a bunch of times and I um, dislocated my kneecap in high school playing hockey, That's unique. but didn't. Uh, I know it like went back into place. I didn't, you know, need, I didn't break anything. So I just did PT and like, I was on crutches, but nothing broke. So, but it felt like, you know, of that caliber of an injury, like I knew it was bad. Um, and it was still snowing at this point. It was like seven 30 at night, it was snowing. Um, and we're in Lincoln, New Hampshire up by like moon mountain. That's where we were skiing like this little ski town. So first, um, so I knew I had to get it like x-rayed and looked at. So we tried to go to like this little rinky dink medical center in the town and it wasn't even open. Um, so then we had to drive like 25 miles to Plymouth and this is to all the nearest hospital. Night? Is this all that, that night? night? Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was, a snowstorm so we're like driving through a snowstorm and like the highways weren't plowed so that was just like dramatic like oh my god just let us just get there please and um you know get to the hospital and um luckily it wasn't busy they do um x-rays and everything and they're like yep you broke um your so it's left distal fibula so basically the the bottom part of your fibula bone or the lower leg bone, which kind of like turns into your ankle um, is what I broke. And like, they showed me the x-ray with like, you know, the ankle being out of place or whatever. You posted that. Um, Like I said, stomach, I saw it and I was like, Oh my God. Ow. Yeah. Um, Very painful. So at least at that point I knew what I was dealing with. Um, they had to like set it back in place. Um, and you know, that was obviously painful. Um, and then at that point they wrapped it in, um, like a splint to just kind of stabilize it. Um, and told me to just follow up with, uh, you know, a doctor back at home in Rhode Island. And, um, you know, I'd have to get it looked at by like an orthopedic doctor to see, whether or not, um, I needed surgery. So again, it was the week before Christmas. So that happened on a Saturday. We went home that Sunday and 
I think I got in with the orthopedic or no, first I had to go to my primary doctor to get a referral to the orthopedic doctor. And this is all you don't want to deal with when you're like in excruciating pain. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this, that like week after, um, you know, it was the week before Christmas. It was just kind of like, it was just mayhem. And, um, so got the referral to the orthopedic doctor and that was, um, at like university orthopedics and, um, there they took more, uh, or no, they had to set my ankle in place again because I guess it wasn't, that was like, they gave me something for the pain. Um, but it was pretty awful. Yeah. It was like two like grown men, basically like one person kind of around my shin and one around my foot, like manipulating my foot and like, yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, that sounds awful. And so they did that. And the doctor said like, yes, you, you know, kind of like need surgery. So I guess I didn't like need it, but given that I'm like relatively young and like fairly active, I guess the recovery and like long-term use is actually better if you get surgery versus trying to like, he was like, if you were 80 years old, I would tell you no surgery, just let it heal on its own. And it's never going to be a hundred percent, but like whatever. But, um, yeah. And I was, I was wanting, I'd rather get the surgery if that means not running into issues later, you know, or being limited. Yeah. Yeah. So I found out, you know, I needed surgery. They put it back in place that second time and got like a new splint on it. Um, and the surgery date was set for like after Christmas. So, um, I guess that's kind of part of the ordeal. Like I, we ended up laying low for the holidays just because I didn't want the surgery to like get delayed if I like got COVID or something. Yeah. So, um, so the initial injury happened on the 18th of December. Um, and then I had surgery on the 29th. Okay. Um, it's like a good amount of time to just, yeah, with a broken I was just chilling. Yeah. And yeah. So that whole point basically, you know, uh, lower right below my knee, like to my foot is in like a splint or cast or whatever on crutches, um, elevating my leg, icing it, uh, just pretty much going up to like, go to the bathroom. Um, and like, that's pretty much, or like move to the bed, to the couch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the surgery was interesting. Never had surgery before. I, I didn't have wisdom teeth, so I never even like did that. Yeah. Um, but that was, uh, I mean, I had a good experience. They were great at university orthopedics. Um, I, you know, for something not so fun, it was like, they made you comfortable and we're on top of it. Um, I did wake up during surgery though. I saw that. I saw that (laughs) on your story. It was wild. Um, is that like, that's not supposed to happen, right? Like, does that happen or no? I don't know. So I got, um, I didn't get general anesthesia. I got propofol, which is like what they give you if you get like, um, a colonoscopy or something Um, about that in clinical right now, 1.1 cows per mil. Yep. You (laughs) got to take the fat into account when coming in, coming up with the calories. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, exactly. So they did, that's what I was asleep with. And then they did like a local, they called it a nerve block like, where they gave it to me. Like, I think they did a shot like in my knee. So my whole lower leg was numb. Okay. So yeah, I did like, I like opened my eyes, but like, I was very drugged up. So I was just like, almost like a dream, like, just like, oh, um, <laughs> and like, I, I felt like vibration almost in my ankle, but it did not hurt. And I was so drugged up that I was like, this is kind of cool. <laughs> and it was for like five seconds max, yeah. like, and then I was back out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So surgery went well, they put in like a plate and four screws basically like over the broken bone and like put it all back in place. They weren't sure if they were going to have to like sew some ligaments, but they didn't have to. So that's good. Um, the first like four days after surgery was like extreme pain, worst pain I've ever been in my life. It was brutal, like nerve pain. Um, pain I've never like, it's very, it was almost like electric. That's what I said. It feels like an electric sledgehammer is hitting my ankle bone um it was very weird that sounds awful yeah um but I got through the worst parts and now you're on the up I'm yeah like every day is now better and better um so that is that is the good thing but yeah still on crutches still like not doing anything um and I follow up with the doctor on Thursday this week to find out if I can start like like bearing some weight on that leg like in a boot or something um and yeah. kind of get an updated like timeline on recovery so yeah it's been a wild ride that sounds insane <laughs> yeah um but and that last week of December I was supposed to take vacation time um saying that yeah I wasn't going to go anywhere, but just kind of like, kind of like cleaning and like reorganizing paperwork, clean my office, now like your bed a mental, you know, break. So yeah, it was a different kind of break. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, like I said, every day has been um, a little bit better than the last. And yeah, I mean, as I've said, I've, you know, we've, neither of us have broken a bone before. So it's just something I've never experienced, um, on the whole like treatment and surgery level, but nutrition wise, it's kind of like opened up this whole other like area of nutrition. Again, it ties in really well with like sports nutrition, um, that I think a lot of people don't think about or just don't know what to do when they get an injury. Nutrition plays such a big role in the recovery process of an injury. Yeah. You know, um, so. And we don't think of it for whatever reason. Um, it's like, we need to recover from a workout. So of course we would, we need to recover from something that's, you know, broken Yeah, (laughs) or injured. It's like both a workout and an injury, like they both essentially do damage to your body. Like the workout is breaking down your muscle and, you know, like creating the little tears, an injury, it could be anything. I mean, it could be, you know, bone muscular, anything, but 
either way, there's a repairing process that the body needs to go through, whether it's a workout or whether it's an, an actual injury that, yeah. you know, like nutrition needs to be prioritized to optimize the recovery process. So, um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, I feel like a common misconception is so like you're bed bound right now and yes. yeah, I feel like a lot of people and, you know, from things I've seen and like, they're going to instantly think slashing calories because they're not moving, you know, like you can't yeah. work out, you can't walk, you can't do be as active as you were, but like, let's talk a little bit about how we feel about that, about the whole slashing calories. Cause you're confined to bed while recovering from. Yeah. Bed. Yeah. And I think like, and we'll talk about it too, but like just mentally, there's a lot there. And like, I mean, I think, my first thought was like, all right, hopefully I can still work and like take calls, like, and like meet yeah. with my clients. Luckily I'm able to do that. Uh, <laughs> and then next my brain is like, I, you know, and this is like literally first thoughts that came to my mind, like immediately after it happened, like still sitting in, in the snow. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like my clients, like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, all right, it'll be okay. You know, it's my leg, it's not my head. And then I'm like, you know, shit, like I can't work out. I'm going to be out of the gym for weeks. You that know? was and, my first thought too. And it was just like, you know, obviously like the gym is just like, it's a hobby, but it's like more of a, more than a hobby. Like, you know, mentally just for me, it's like so important. So that was just like, oh, and then, yeah, I think kind of where our mind naturally goes just with like, diet culture and all that like even having an influence like on me sometimes too right like I feel like we're all at some point victims of it too um definitely but like mentally I'm just like all right now I'm gonna like gain a bunch of weight and like of course that like initially made me uncomfortable and like annoyed um but then like I just kind of like you know swallowed my pride and was like thinking about it like what would I tell a client of mine basically, or like kind of just like, let me think about this. It's like, all right. Yep. Weight gain is the last thing I should be worried about right now. Like, like your body's going through a lot right now. Let's just work on getting it back to a healthy state where just recover. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if I was in the place of, you know, if I wasn't a dietitian or I, and I think was probably what a lot of times happens, you know, if people get an injury is like, Oh, I don't want to gain a bunch of weight. So I really need to like cut back on calories. Yep. And that, that becomes the main concern mm-hmm. versus, Oh my gosh, I just injured myself and had surgery. I need to make sure I'm like nourishing my body to recover from that stress. Right. And so it, I was able to shift my mindset pretty like quickly and easily, but it definitely was something that came up. And I don't think, you know, people that have the nutrition background that we do, I don't think that shift would be as easy um, I, I also for a lot of people. People really know, like, yeah, that too. People actually know that like, you know, I'm, I'm learning so much about it right now. I'm in my clinical rotation of my internship and you know, we're learning a lot about like different disease states and different injuries, like, you know, brain injuries, burn victims, um, you know, the list goes on, but like 
the calorie, your calorie needs, depending on what injury and, you know, the level of injury can go to, to like more than double your regular needs because of the stress that your body's under. And I feel like that's kind of like eye-opening. I mean, I didn't know that before, you know, going to school and learning all about nutrition that, you know, being confined to bed, but with a serious injury, your calorie needs are going to double. That's like pretty mind blowing, but, um, you know, like learning a lot about it, the, the body requires calories to recover. And, you know, the more severe your injury is the more calories your body's going to need. Um, yeah, you know, like I think burns is one of the highest, right? Yeah. The burns it's crazy. It's literally like double the protein needs. I mean, uh, double the calorie needs. Which yeah. is, that's like four or 5,000 calories for some people, 6,000, like it's a lot oh, of calories. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, and, and thinking of a break or something like that, that's a pretty traumatic stress on your body. And, you know, I think that people don't really understand that just because you're confined to bed, you still probably need to eat more than you were eating before, at least yeah. the same amount that you were eating before. It's- yeah. You cover your body. Exactly. Um, and I think like, yeah, I think just people don't know. And so, I mean, I, that's one of the big goals of this episode is just increasing that awareness. Um, I mean, I know I'm definitely going to be like posting about it more, just having gone through it. Um, yep. and so I guess some of the main things that I've been, cause I've been obviously doing a lot of research. Um, thank God for the internet right now. Cause I at least can like work on my laptop. Um, yep. but yeah, I've been kind of researching about like what I should be paying attention to and, um, you know, the calorie sort of thing, like that I, I shouldn't, you know, be cutting calories. Um, and the big things that I found more on like a micronutrient level is, um, I mean, definitely protein is still like a big thing that, um, I saw like, you know, still getting adequate protein, no surprise there. Um, and otherwise the big ones are like, um, fruits and vegetables for antioxidants, antioxidants, um, anti-inflammatory properties because an injury is and surgery is bound to produce some inflammation. Um, and, uh, also like just vitamins and minerals as well. Um, the other big one was omega threes. So I've been trying to eat a lot of salmon. Yep. Um, and that's for the anti-inflammatory properties as well. Um, so just trying to like be intentional around that it's, and it almost gives you something to focus on. Like, yeah. all right. And I just feel like it's almost cool in that approach of like, you know, again, shifting your mindset away from just, oh, I need this many calories or this for like, you know, weight loss or body composition or whatever to, oh, my body needs this nutrient for this very specific purpose yep. of recovering from this injury, um, and just kind of bringing that to the forefront. Um, because I think I've, we've talked about that before, like thinking about nutrients 
or activities or whatever as something that's like serving you in multiple ways or like you're functioning yep rather than just like body composition that's it like it's so much I don't know it's just so important to look at it through that lens um I mean like each nutrient that like each nutrient plays a different role in our bodies so when you kind of look at it like that way it's like you need a variety of nutrients so they can all play their roles in helping you recover, you know, to the best of, of your ability. So it's not just about like eating your fruits and veggies while you're injured to, you know, keep the weight down. Like that's not really what it's about when we're saying get your fruits and veggies, get your calories, get your protein. It, It really like injury nutrition has nothing to do with like body composition were that's like the low end of the totem pole like it's not even on the totem pole right now right um like we're I guess the only thing is like I want to eat enough protein to recover and to like mitigate any muscle loss but being in bed this long I am going to lose muscle like it's just inevitable yeah but yeah thinking about it from what does my body need to support you know like you said that stress that it has had gone through and is going through with like the recovery process and like bone reformation and tissue healing, like all of that, um, (laughs) you know, requires building blocks. I know we talk a lot about it in terms of like muscle building and performance of like, you know, you need the building blocks, AKA food to build that muscle. The same is true for like, you know, building new bone or new tissue from, you know, this kind of injury, like you need the building blocks to be able to do that. Um, and, and if I was clueless, starving yep. myself, those That's building blocks would say. come. I was just going to say that. Yeah. From my own pre-existing, you know, muscle stores. Sure. And like, that's what we don't want. Yeah. Right. Cause that's exactly. when now your body's going to start breaking down muscle for, you know, the energy that it needs when you're already, like you said, losing muscle from just sitting in bed all day. So now you have a double whammy double for your muscles. Like now it's like, it needs energy. So it's pulling from your muscles and not doing anything. You're, you're losing a little bit of muscle mass. So the whole point is really to like preserve the muscle mass the best you can without when you cannot lift or when you cannot, you know, build, like build muscle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and like, it's going to take you work so hard for that muscle. You exactly. know, I'm like, I got to hold on to it. <laughs> and you wanna, you're eager to get back into the gym and think like, if you were starving yourself, not giving your body the nutrients and calories that it needed, your, your recovery time is going to be way prolonged. And like, who has time? Oh yeah. Not I. <laughs> no. And not to mention the thought of like, you know, that occurring and then it being you know, not at a hundred percent and then re-injuring it and going through the whole thing again, very slippery slope. And then it takes you away from things you enjoy. And like long-term, it's just like, why would you do that? No, no, no. Um, so that's, you know, definitely what, what I've been focusing on or, uh, navigating, you know, these past, uh, past few weeks. Yep. So like a a recap would be what we would recommend for injury nutrition would be to get adequate calories. Um, again, eating as at least as much as you were eating when you were active. Um, if not, maybe more definitely getting in that protein to help maintain your muscle mass and, um, you know, prevent that from prevent the muscle wasting 
uh, getting inadequate nutrients from fruits and veggies to get those antioxidant properties, um, and then getting in those omega-3s for inflammation. So those would probably be the four things that we would recommend to prioritize when you are going through an injury, right? Is there anything that you yeah. to Um, I guess more on like a micro level, um, what I found is just basically more like calcium, vitamin D, magnesium, those have been really like the big three, four, um, bone health essentially. Okay. So I have been, um, I mean, I, I, I do have a lot of dairy, so that's not typically an issue for me. I also take magnesium supplements like at baseline. So I've yeah. still been taking those a lot of dairy, a lot of yogurt, um, a lot of like the the Chobani complete yogurt drinks have been like saving my life. They're like 25% of the RDA for, um, calcium. So, and they're really good. Um, uh, I'm taking a vitamin D supplement as well, like a multivitamin D in it, um, just to kind of cover, cover it all. Um, like you mentioned, like you're having those Chobani, um, shake things, And I think that's another good point is, you know, you are confined to bed right now and that probably means your appetite's probably lower, right? Like, is it, I feel like when I'm not working out, I'm not as hungry. So I think that, and I always recommend to my clients, if you need more calories and you're struggling to get them in liquid. So things like, um, making, you know, liquid things, pretty calorie nutrient dense, is going to be easier to, to get it down and to give your body what it needs without feeling overly full. And like, you have to eat this whole meal that you just aren't hungry for. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely been a component. Um, I would say that's been like the strongest this past week. Um, like earlier on, I felt like my appetite was kind of the same. And then like, as the longer I was like sitting down, I you know, it's like, all right, I can definitely tell, um, a, a difference and yeah, like liquid calories have been great and just like convenience foods. Um, because Eddie is doing everything. Like I can't prepare anything. Yeah. Um, so things that are just like easy like that have been, um, have been a game changer for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just knowing what, we just talked about and like researching and stuff about recovery. And I would rather slightly overshoot and be in almost either a maintenance or calorie surplus and know that I'm doing everything I can do to get this angle better and deal with that later. Like, you know, dealing with however my body composition is like with losing muscle and, and just like, all right, I can deal with that later. I know how to deal with that. Um, yeah. I'd rather overshoot it a little bit than undershoot it a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. cause you're, you're Jones in to get back into the gym. So very much so. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do what it takes. Yeah. And, um, but also I think like trying to stay positive and not feel like going into that all or nothing mindset, which I think we've talked about like pretty much on every episode, but what could easily happen is like getting really discouraged. I'm like, Oh, you know, 
can't work out and uh, I'm going to gain all this weight. So now I'm just going to get all junk food and like, you know what I mean? Like not yep. think about the quality of, of the my food. nutrition in terms of, you know, what, what it could, you know, be doing for me to recover uh, and reduce inflammation and um, provide what I need. Yep. So not going that route either and still staying mindful and just doing what I can do, yep. um, you know, to put myself in the best position a month from now, three months from now, six months from now, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, like mindset is just such a huge thing when it comes to, when it comes to this, like you really have to shift your mindset away from focusing on the negatives of like, oh, I can't work out. Oh, I'm going to gain weight. Oh, this and that too. I mean, that's all out of your control. You can't work out yeah. you can't control that. So instead of dwelling on things that you cannot control, shifting your focus to what you can control. And that's, I mean, essentially your nutrition, you can control the nutrients that you're giving your body. You can control- making sure I'm getting enough. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Making sure you're getting enough sleep you know, things like that to, to, you know, produce a, uh, the outcome that you want. Yeah. So, and I think that's like with anything really is shifting the mindset away from what you can't control and more towards what you can control. And it just plays such yes. a big role when it comes to injury nutrition, because it can definitely be depressing sitting. Yeah. Like it can play with your head for sure. I haven't ever broken any bones, but I have two herniated discs in my back that have acted up from time to time. So there have been periods of time that I'm like out for weeks, maybe the longest time might've been like close to a month. And like, it plays with your head. You're just sitting there. Can't do anything. Uh, Like you, you need to, and you know, the last time that my back like really acted up was years ago where I'm not in like the mindset that I am in now. So like I struggled with it big time back then. It was a big struggle. You know, I was not focusing on the positives. I was not focusing on like what I can control. So it, it, you know, God forbid it happens again, anytime soon. I feel like it'll be a little bit different um, because it's all in the mindset. It is seriously so much mindset when recovering an injury. Control your controllables. Yes. But I keep reminding myself. So you're so right. Just like, you know, thinking about, all right, you know, what have I eaten today? Is it enough? Are there any food groups missing? Like, I mean, I would kind of do that on a normal day, but just thinking about it again from like, I really need to recover. Like that is just priority number one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sleep and like just mentally, because I, I think, the gym and working out for me is, is such like a mental outlet too. And again, like a joy, like, like a hobby, like something I look forward to trying to build that into my day of like, all right, well, I can't do that. So what can I do? Um, I feel like I've been able to post on social media a lot more because I'm just sitting here. So that's nice to like connect with people that in that way, um, and just stay busy. Um, I did take that week after surgery off. Um, I'm glad I had it like pre-scheduled off because I needed it. Yeah. Um, but this past week I went back to like, you know, seeing meeting with clients, which I wasn't sure if it was going to be like too much, um, 
to deal with in terms of like the pain control and like whatever, but it was actually the best thing. Like I got off my first call Monday and I was like, I feel so much, I feel useful. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not physically useful or productive. I at least feel mentally. So, you know, and, and some sense of routine and normalcy, like back meeting with, with people. And, um, so that has been nice. Um, so yeah, just trying to build that into my days, like create a new routine, the new normal. Um, and it, like you said, like control what, what you can to get the best, best possible outcome, you know, I'll, I'll find out more on Thursday. Um, but I'm just keeping that, that recovery sort of mode front of mind. Yep. And that's all that you can do. Yep. All that you can do. Um, yeah. So hopefully you're on your way to a speedy recovery. I mean, you're doing all the right things. So I fingers crossed it's going to be, it's going to be a good recovery. I hope so. Stronger. That's it. That's it. And it's, you know, the way I'm looking at it is kind of like, you know, sometimes when the, in the gym and stuff or like, you can just kind of get like, I don't know, burnt out a little bit. Like it's almost like something new to focus on of, of yep. like building myself back up um, and getting back to where I was before and yeah, come back even stronger. Exactly. So that's the game plan. My, um, the doctor said, he said that most people recover pretty well from this surgery. And he was confident that six months out, he said, you can do a tough mutter if you want. Okay. So in That's six months, hopeful. That's definitely, so I was like, all right. Yeah. You know, I can work with that. So I've been thinking about, I mean, we'll see how things go, but some kind of comeback event. Yeah. Run or, you know, something obviously not like anything too overboard, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It's like this whole like uncharted territory. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to just learn from it and then I can help you know, other people more too, and just make the best of it. So I am enjoying being off of uh, household duties, no laundry, no dishes. Uh, I do miss cooking, but it is nice to have a break. Yeah. Silver lining. It'll always be there too. (laughs) Like cooking will always be there, you know? Yes, exactly. But this is a, you know, as you prepare to walk down the aisle, this is the, you know, in sickness and in health kind of stuff that uh, they talk about. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. You're lucky to have his support. You know, I mean, that would be yeah. difficult to do on your own for sure. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. um, one more thing too, like that has just come up is like the fact that I felt, you know, well-trained and like in shape going into this, like, and we've talked about this before, like when you get older, you're going to have to like squat up out of a chair or squat into a chair or like pull yourself up. Um, I'm, I'm on one leg. So when I'm like brushing my teeth, I'm standing and holding on one leg. I'm like, you know, going to the bathroom, getting up on one leg, like, like a pistol squat, you know? Um, and like, even like putting like a shirt on, like, it's just kind of like all weird. And I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that like, I feel like I am in shape and like have the mobility and I just can't imagine not being in that place going into that injury. That's such a good point to bring up. Like, you know, everyone thinks like 
again, it's a mindset thing. A lot of people are like, I'm working out to change my body, to lose weight, to do this, to do that. Not thinking, you know, like strength training, resistance training, uh, even like endurance and cardio, like that all helps you for, you know, the unpredictable things that could happen in the future that you need that extra, you know, strength and, and everything have spent so much time building. Yeah. That's another great so, way to look at it, to look at yeah. what's out, you know, like, exactly. or, you know, as, as, almost like as a preventative. Exactly. And I think, you know, being on the other side of 30 now, it's kind of like, that's not going away, you know? So yeah. it it's, you have to kind of take that into account. And um, yeah, it was just something that was eye-opening. I'm like, oh, you know, if I didn't strength train at all, would I be able to like manage this right now? Yeah. As well, you know, and I, in a lot of cases, no, like showering, you know, just don't even, uh, it's a lot. So going into an injury, you know, God forbid, if you are in like a strong place going into it, it's going to set you up. You're ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good uh, learning lesson as well. It's always about staying ahead of the game. We've talked about that in yes past episodes. You always want to just stay a step ahead. So, um, so yeah, a, or a crutch ahead, <laughs> or a crutch ahead. In your case, <laughs> that's me. I'm like, oh, maybe my arms will get a little more jacked, you know, being on these crutches. Oh. I don't, I don't think so, but um, maybe you never know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be, you know, weeks and months of recovery and like PT and stuff. So I'm sure we'll talk more about kind of this topic and like updates and yeah, um, trying to kind of keep people up to date on social media since that's the only thing I, I don't do anything, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not cooking, I'm not working out and like, you know, so that's what you get. Well, make the content Um, for the people. Yes. Exactly. So, well, yeah, we hope this was helpful. Yeah. It'll be interesting to kind of follow you along, um, in this journey of recovering. And, um, yeah, like you said, I'm sure we'll be making more episodes where you can kind of share a little bit more, um, about, you know, things that you're learning and just tips, tricks, advice along the way, because I mean, injuries, unfortunately happen to everyone. So it's nice yeah. to kind of know how to navigate it, what to expect, what to focus on. Um, yeah. So we hope that this episode was helpful for anybody maybe dealing with an injury or just, you know, um, re- I don't know, recovering from an injury or God forbid you need it's it there. If you need it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But definitely um, make sure to shoot us a message. If there's any other questions about injury nutrition that we did not address, because we'll be happy to make another episode about anything that we missed. So yeah. Or if you've gone through something similar, you know, similar struggles, or just have general questions, you know, about this topic, we love to hear from you guys. So feel free to reach out and um, until next time, until next time, we're back to our weekly podcast. Woo. All right. See you next week.